so there you are you're cantering along it is going great then you realize darn you have to come back down into trot and well that canter to trot transition well it might just be one of the more bouncy transitions we can experience as riders on a horse's back well if your problem is the canter to trot transition don't worry this week we are going to help smooth that out for you. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides Podcast where each and every week we take a different topic about horse riding and we, well, we simplify things and we make it so as you can understand it and not only that, you can then go and work through it with your horse. So as riders, we get all excited, we get into the arena and then we seem to hit roadblocks every now and then. And, you know, it can be very easy to, I suppose, lose the enthusiasm that we once had when we started out riding lose it over time when we keep hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and the daily strides podcast is here to help keep you moving forward with your horse keep you working on something with your horse because very often these roadblocks are hit due to a lack of a plan in the first place and of course that is what we offer you here i'm going to let you know at the very end of this how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons and not only that i want to invite you so early february we are kicking off once again the 30 day rider fitness challenge it's like the 30 day rider fitness challenge 2.0 if you want to join in you can pop over to 30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com if you've already done the challenge and you want to redo it it's going to be completely new workbooks new everything new audios the whole lot it'll be 30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com forward slash redo absolutely love to have you there so back to today and today as i mentioned we are all about the canter and more specifically, the canter back into trot transition. You see, over the last few weeks, we've been working a lot on straightness. We've been working on the actual getting a good striker, a consistent striking on the correct lead in the canter, actually getting into the canter. But a lot of people then get into the canter, have a wonderful canter. And well, that transition leaves a lot to be desired. And the reason is because the canter has a whole lot of forwardness going on. And the canter has a way of almost carrying you along as a rider. It kind of, it's kind of a rolly feeling. And it, I suppose it almost forces you to sit correctly to a certain extent, um, seat bone and that wise. And it just allows you to roll along with the horse to keep things going. And then you go back into trot. And well, trot's not much like that at all. And uh, a lot of riders, in order to get around this, they'll go back into trot and they'll instantly start posting to the trot. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you choose to do. However, every now and then, you will have to go back to trot and you'll have to go back into sitting trot. This is where the problems can show up. And what I suppose makes it a little bit more difficult is very often the canter will actually have improved the trot. So you're thinking, well, Lorna, that's fantastic. What would be difficult about that? Now, anybody who's ridden a horse for any length of time will know that generally, once the trot begins to improve, well, so too does your horse's ability to bounce you around a little bit. I know. It just means that when the horse has improved the trot or when the, the quality of the trot has improved, what generally happens is the back end, the hindquarters, become a little bit more engaged. And as they become more engaged, yes, there's a little bit more, I suppose, suspension going on there and a little bit more of a 
maybe an energy about the trot that perhaps was missing when you went from trot to canter okay so this can be very difficult for many riders to deal with now what very often happens as well this is all coupled okay so we have all these problems going on or these challenges they're not problems they're challenges okay and then what very often happens as well is that the horse can be a little bit unbalanced in that downward transition anyway okay so the horses tend to maybe kind of run onto his forehand a little bit uh, the back end almost gets left behind it's just kind of stringing out behind him he's sitting there he's in very much front wheel drive pulling himself along with the shoulders um, and then of course the quality of the trot is ruined and any movements that you would try and do in the trot itself is also going to be ruined even if you're not looking at this from a dressage point of view if you were just looking at it out in the trail it leads to a lot of well not very much balance I suppose going on okay and um, there's a lot of I was going to say wibbly wobbliness but um yeah it's a lack of balance okay we'll we'll, we'll use the correct terms um and definitely that also then kind of almost transfers across to the rider as well now so the horse can lack balance but very often through this transition this canter to trot the rider can too lack balance and even on a more balanced horse or a more maybe your your schoolmaster the rider can very often throw the horse off so both become unbalanced okay so you see where this is going it can be a dodgy transition so the riders generally become a little bit unbalanced <laughs> there's two reasons either they throw themselves forward into the transition people generally do this to try and avoid the bounce in the trot okay i said the trot can be bouncy um and in order to do that they tend to throw themselves forward a little bit almost and it's not so much you know you're probably thinking now forward as in lying on the horse's neck no it's more of a collapsing down of the front of the rider's body um so if you could imagine that their back becomes almost like a c shape and they kind of crinkle up if you can imagine it'd be a lot of creases there um, along the front of their body their chest will be down clo uh, closer to their lower body they'll just curl over okay now the other things riders do in order to try and remain balanced and of course it is uh, not going to work very well is they lean backwards through that transition so they'll try and throw their shoulders back they'll end up going way behind the vertical if you could look at that line, the shoulder, uh, head, shoulder, hip, heel line, they'll go way behind that vertical line and they'll throw themselves back. And the reason they do this, because when you're throwing yourselves back like this, you do tend to sit. But the problem then leads to the fact that you actually close the energy, you stop the energy flowing through your horse's back and you disengage the hindquarters by doing that as well. OK, so you, you automatically throw the horse onto the forehand again. OK, so neither of her and oh, and it can be very uncomfortable for your horse. We don't want that either. So neither of these ways are great, okay? So we need to start looking at how to bring our horse nicely down into the trot from the canter in a way that he remains balanced and you remain balanced and that your trot starts off as a good quality trot from the very first step. So I want you to think about when you're coming into this downward transition, we always talk about our horses that everything has to kind of start behind. The, the behind is like part one, step one of the process of anything we really do with our horses when we're talking riding, okay? So your transition from canter to trot is no different. It has to start behind. It has to start in the hind end and then follow through to the front end, okay? Now, in order for that to happen, 
you have to be correctly positioned in order to give the signal, let's say, to your horse to transition from the canter down into the trot. Now, a lot of riders, they know they're supposed to half halt. They know this. They're like, yes, I know, I half halt. But they kind of go a little bit overboard with the half halt. And whether it be through a lack of responsiveness from their horse that they feel they have to get a little bit too heavy handed, or it could be that there's a certain amount of maybe nervousness or anxiousness, anxiety, I suppose, coming through in the rider as the horse transitions down. Um, But what will often happen is the rider applies too much of the hand aid, so the rein aid, and they end up shutting it down and the trot then is not moving forward from the get-go, okay? So it's really important when you're thinking about your half-hold to realize that the half-hold is more of a steady and then you're allowing the horse to continue on. You're not stopping the movement. It's not a halt, okay? Um, I suppose half-hold, it's a bit of a, it's a confusing name because it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with halt at all, okay? But um, it's, it's really important that you understand this as a rider that you're not asking for your horse to stop. You're just kind of giving them a little bit of a heads up that something's going to happen and that he needs to focus on what you are telling him in order to make that happen. Okay, that's your half halt. If you can think of it that way. Okay, so the next part of this will also be I said earlier at the very beginning that very often with the canter, it kind of throws us into the correct position. We don't have a whole lot of say in the position, okay? Um, now, I'm talking about the position of your seat bones here. I'm not talking about your upper body or your hands, your arms, your legs. Right? I'm just talking where you're sitting in the saddle. The The canter will automatically kind of throw you in where your, your inside seat bone is going to be slightly in front of your outside seat bone. And therefore, through that and by default, your inside leg will be slightly in front of your outside leg, okay? And this is correct. But when you are transitioning from the canter back to the trot, you have to make a conscious effort to begin to get your seat bones ready to go into trot. And of course, when your horse comes down to trot or into the walk, everything becomes even again, okay? So you have to be ready there with that in order to even it all out so your horse then can begin to trot on and to trot nicely on, okay? So a lot of riders leave this kind of piece out. They forget about this piece, but this piece is really important. Remember, at all times, your hips want to look like, I suppose, they want to mirror what your horse's hips are doing and your shoulders want to mirror what your horse's shoulders are doing okay so if you think about this when you're cantering and then think thinking about bringing this back down into trot you're going to have to make a couple of adjustments through the frame of your body just the overall how things are positioned in order to make that happen okay now last thing I just want to touch on quickly here before we go today is carrying yourself through the transition so I mentioned that sometimes riders throw themselves to too far forward they allow themselves to collapse they roll into they, they assume the hamster position okay their back becomes a c-shape or they lean too far back okay you have to find this place where you are carrying yourself okay so yes you want to half hold that's important but you also don't want to collapse your body. So it's very, very important that you have a certain level of fitness through your body in order to do this, that you're able to carry yourself through the transitions. And of course, as you're carrying yourself there, this is where then you can effectively apply the aids in order to transition your horse back end first into the trot, continuing on, and then that you're there 
to direct, I suppose, and to channel that trot where you want it to go, how you want it to look like, and into the good quality trot that you know you, it can be and that you want to ride with your horse. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. As always, you can join us over at Daily Strides Premium where you're going to get all this week's lessons. We're going to be working on this all this week. We're going to go step by step through it, uh, speaking about the aids and also doing different exercises in order to well fine-tune this a little bit more for you and your horse and if you want to join us it is stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join but really i urge you i spoke there earlier just at the end of this about how your physical fitness being able to carry yourself is quite important if that is lacking and of course we can all do it improving that can't we why not pop over to the 30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com and sign up there join us in the challenge it's absolutely free it is kicking off the beginning of february again um, and as i said everything is brand spanking new we'd absolutely love to have you join us over there as well and of course you can do that at 30 the number 30 dayriderfitnesschallenge.com and if you've already done it before it's 30 dayriderfitnesschallenge.com forward slash redo have a really good week keep well i'll chat to you soon be good bye